You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, good Wednesday morning, everybody. I am Glenn the Geek in Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for Wednesday, November 1st, episode 3297, brought to you today by Kem and Equine. Good morning, horse people. Ah, Wednesday, the day we cover Glenn's favorite topic. <laughs> Horse health. And Jamie makes you feel better about yourself with the latest weird news from around the world. Happy Wednesday. That's right. It is Wednesday, and we are here today. We're going to be talking to a couple of guests. Uh, we have Rachel, who is on from Blue Ribbon Beauty, and she helps riders look their best. And then Susan Smith is on uh, talking about equine ortho. Bionomy. See, that's why you're taking that one, because I can't even say the words. So. <laughs> and do you have any weird news? I do. Okay. And then in... really? Like, nothing? You got nothing? Duh, apparently not. I, I couldn't be married to you, Glenn. I swear <laughs> to God. Because when I hear the day November 1st, yeah, does that not ring a bell in your brain? <sighs> I need to write this down and put it in a. I need to make a a poster for my wall. Happy you anniversary! Need... <laughs> there you go. Thirteen years we've been doing this podcast. At thirteen years, today. I've forgotten this anniversary. Every thirteen, Every... you forget. I'm amazed you remember it. Um. Yeah, I have Facebook memories, so you <laughs> <laughs> looked at it. So we, we, we no, wouldn't remember but, anything but, if it wasn't for Facebook. <laughs> I know. Thank God. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, thirteen years so we're, today. And we're going into our fourteenth year. Don't don't a prematurely age me. Okay. <laughs> Let's just focus on thirteen. Um. I would like to say that we have to bring up every single anniversary episode. What my husband said to me when I got this job. Oh, yes. You got a job about horses, talking about horses on a podcast? What are you going to talk about after two weeks? Well, <laughs> there you go, 13 years later. It's like I just do this to spite him. <laughs> and almost. I mean, we're at 3297. We're going to be at 3300 episodes next week. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. So, crazy. Yeah. I mean, we, we are one of the longest running independent podcasts in the world. So there you go. We're just too stubborn to quit, I think. I think that's it. Yeah. What I else really would I do. do in my mornings without talking to you? Speaking um, of which, I do like to gloat occasionally, just a little bit in the last 13 years. I haven't had the opportunity to gloat much um, because, of course, you're usually right. Uh, except that I was really surprised, actually, at the poll. Uh, so we did this poll on Monday. You thought that every horse person... Um, that is in the world, especially horse women, not necessarily horse guys, has watched Man from Snowy River. And I said, you'll be shocked at the number of people who haven't. And the results are in. After 237 votes with the auditors, 61% had seen it and 39% had not. So you're gloating because I won? 39% like had it? not. 
You said it was going to be 50-50. Yeah, but you said that everybody had seen it. And there were lots of comments, which I thought were interesting. Everything from, I've seen it multiple times, I love it, I've seen it 10 times, to I started it, made about 20 minutes and couldn't finish it. Uh, honestly, I don't get the hype. I've seen it, but I thought it was an extremely boring movie. That was from a guy, by the way. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, this is just like I, politics. It's about 50-50. I'm going to jump in. It's not 50-50. <laughs> It was 6139. Now, I would like to say that in the world, people never stop surprising me. So, I mean, I'm not surprised. People punch me in the face all the time and I just I just take it. But I would like to say that as a person who you you listed all the comments, the negative comments, and I would like to go through some of the positive positive okay, comments. Okay. I own it. I pretty much have it memorized. You're not these are not my comments. These are comments under the poll that you did. You're not a true horse girl if you haven't seen it. I've seen it many, many, many times. I bought a buckskin after watching that movie 17 years ago. I'm a horse girl and my name is Jessica. What do you think? I've seen it many times. Seen it multiple times. It's an all-time favorite. Yes. I just watched it last week. I've seen it at least 10 times. These are these are normal horse people. Mm. The ones that haven't seen it or well, I mean, you know what? Like we read really bad ads and we're like, have no soul. You can't have any soul when you're reading or listening to it. Well, these people are the soulless, the ones that you mentioned. <laughs> and I'm done. It was not you said 50 50. I did have people just to rile her up this morning on our anniversary. Mm -hmm. I thought you'd like that. You didn't even remember it was our anniversary, <laughs> I did so not. shut it. <laughs> I did not. God, I don't think I ever have. Well, that go you know, and we did, if you remember, I, in the early days, we did anniversary episodes every every November. And then after a couple of years, it was like, well, this is getting old. So we stopped. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was looking through the Facebook, the Facebook memories, and it was like seven years, and it was eight years, and it was nine years, and it was 10 years, and then nobody would Yeah, nobody posting. cares anymore. <laughs> now I we only care. do the big ones. Like in another couple of years, we'll do 15. Okay. <laughs> No need to post about 13. No. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. All right. <laughs> you didn't even care. <laughs> Daily Winnie time. We have two auditor birthdays, Michaela Webb and Brennan Dennis. Happy birthday to both of you. We hope you have a wonderful day. Well, my daily Winnie goes out to Jocelyn Russell. She has done it again, Glenn. Did you see it? If you don't follow Jocelyn Russell, she does all this secretariat monuments and she did it again. She is just amazing. So I was following her journey because they had to trailer him from pretty much the West to the East. Uh, and uh, it, it's a new monument with secretariat and it's secretariat. And he's at Claiborne farms and it, well, he's now been put in Paris, Kentucky, which is home of Claiborne Farms, which is where he stood at stud and was born and all that, or not born, but stood at stud. Uh, and it is a cool, uh, amazingly beautiful 
monument of him in his older years galloping through the field, a very famous picture that she turned into the monument. And I love following her because she would post videos of him on the trailer behind her, like secretary, it's chasing us. (laughs) It's so cool. Uh, And it's beautiful. And if you haven't seen it, it is going to, it has been installed at Secretariat Park in Paris, Kentucky. And uh, it's pretty exciting. That's right on Main Street. It's a new park they put it. Because I was going, I don't remember seeing that. Uh, But apparently it's a new park and it looks great. I mean, they did the whole thing up. It looks neat. It's so beautiful. It's so cool. And I'm just, yeah, it's awesome. So congratulations, Jocelyn and the city and Claiborne Farm and all the other people involved. Good for her. All right, I get. I need to. This is the point of the uh, year when I start uh, reminding people that you have 15 days to get your entries in for Radiothon. Get those songs and poems in. I know a bunch of you are working on them, and as Jamie and I know, you all do them and send them in the last day. So we're trying to get them all in by the 15th, so we have time to edit them and get them all ready for for the 26th for Radiothon Day. And this year we also have to make them into videos, which I'm not even quite sure how we're going to do yet. But um, we need. To get them in. So I know a lot of you are working on them. The earlier you can get them to us, the better. Go to horseradionetwork.com, click on the Holiday Radiothon tab in the upper right-hand corner. That has all the instructions. It, it, there's a couple of options, the ways you can send us the sound files. You can call the voicemail line. Uh, we did have a couple people do that yesterday. But uh, we need these. You know, I think for me, yeah, it's all fun and we have fun and everything. But for me, the highlight is hearing all of you singing and dancing and uh, doing poetry on Radiothon. That makes it for for us, is hearing you you guys. If you don't know what it is, explain what we're doing this year. Before, it's been 12 hours and Glenn loses his mind. Uh, This time, it's how many hours? I'm only losing half my mind this year. Six hours. uh, But we are doing video this year because if you remember right, when we started this, you couldn't do video live. There just wasn't a way to do it. So uh, we're doing it now, Facebook Live, and to a bunch of different places. Or you can go to the Horses in the Morning or the Horse Radio Network Facebook page, and you'll find it. And it's on November 26th, starting at 3 to 9 p.m., and we're doing that so more and more people would be home on a Sunday night to watch it. We now, I would did. like to tell you that you told me I have to wear an ugly Christmas sweater. Is oh, that right? Yeah, I just bought, an, I just bought a, a second one. I want to be able to change during the six hours. I... I made the purchase yesterday. Oh, did you buy an ugly one? I bought it and I brought it home. And my husband's <laughs> response was, well, you win. That's the worst <laughs> one I've ever seen. Good. Perfect. That's what we want. <laughs> and I don't, I don't want this to be like, I'm going to be prepared for this to be like you're duping me, right? Like everybody show uh, everybody. It's an ugly Christmas sweater. And I show up in an ugly Christmas sweater and everybody's dressed normal. Like I'm Bridget Jones. Like that would happen. And so don't do that to me. <laughs> no, no. We're, it is ugly Christmas sweater day. And I got it. I mean, where else are you going to shop for an ugly Christmas sweater in Oklahoma, Glenn? Walmart. Where's the, you got it. Baby. Well, I, it's so Walmart funny because J- Jennifer went there and said, they have so many ugly Christmas sweaters right now. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Well, I got the worst one. So when you go through the thing, be like, this is the worst one. Jamie already has that one. That's the one she has. You know, Ashley apparently owns many ugly Christmas sweaters, and she promises to change every hour. 
because she's helping MC and run the buttons. I'm not so, investing in that much. No, I'm, I have a couple. I have a couple of ugly Christmas sweaters that I'm going to go with. I hate wearing sweaters. God. I know, I'm going to have to turn the te- uh, air conditioner on to be able to wear them here. <laughs> <laughs> so get them in. Uh, get those entries in. We really w- do want to hear from you. It is truly the highlight of the day. Everybody and said you can that win prizes if you send in entries. That's the sweetest part of the deal. Yeah, we have over three thousand dollars in prizes so far. So we're gonna we're it's gonna be a good day. Hearing all of you, uh, interviewing some guests, having some fun, and giving away lots of stuff. So get those in by the 15th, if you can. Let's hear from Kevin Equine, and then we're going to go to our first guest. Okay, well, a fallen section of fence can certainly throw a wrench in your day. Aside from a headache and a repair bill, it might also allow your horses out and other creatures in. A fence is not unlike the intestinal barrier this way it needs to be strong and functional to keep the good bugs in and the bad bugs out but what happens when we have a down section of fence or loose and tight junctions in the gut lining holes or leaks in your horse's intestinal barrier known as leaky gut syndrome can result in various health and welfare problems and it's not a small problem gut issues are the number one cause of premature death in horses but there's something you can do about it good nutrition and attention to gut health can help promote immunity performance healthy weight nutrition absorption and positive attitude for optimal health ensure your feed includes clostat butapril zeq and chemtrace chromium from chem and equine and coming up next we have rachel on she's with blue ribbon beauty and she developed her own cosmetic line for riders and we're going to talk to her about that you know we're going to be highlighting some companies like this coming up into the holidays we always do every year to try and give you some different ideas on holiday gifts for your riding friends and on friday we have a couple of companies coming up or actually a couple of individuals who make stuff and there are listeners who are going to be highlighting their products that you can get for the holidays because we do like to support each other well unfortunately we couldn't get rachel on the line i don't know if she had something come up happens sometimes with horse people actually considering the number of guests we've interviewed over the last 13 years which is probably seven eight thousand uh we don't have this happen too often so so rachel we're sorry you couldn't make it today but uh i did want to ask you something we haven't done in a long time is anything going on on that app you use in oklahoma to spy on the neighbors Glenn, let me tell you about Next Door in Oklahoma. That's First it, of next all, door. I can remember next, name. <laughs> next Door is a fantastic app. Now, I, I say that because it's just pure comedy gold. <laughs> like the the two things that it's good for is if you lose an animal or you find an animal, you post the animal on there, and then you can hopefully re unite or or be reunited with your pet. Uh, The other thing that next door is good for is for laughing at people (laughs) because they do it to themselves. They do it to themselves. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. You, would you like me to get started? We need a sounder for this Like next door in Oklahoma. And I do encourage all of you out there listening to this that have this app, please. If you see something that's awesome, being awesome, meaning ridiculous, please send it to me, Jamie at horseradionetwork.com, because Oklahoma can't be just the only one that has things like this. Well, let's see. Heather Dump posted, um, what in the actual hail? I just don't get it. 
I'm offering a $750 couch from Ashley Furniture in near perfect condition with the chase attachment that converts to an ottoman for $200. Why don't anybody want it? I never posted (laughs) nothing for sale before. Did I do something wrong? Like, seriously, not trying to spam me? Can anyone look up the listing and tell me if I screwed it up? Major thanks to anyone that has an opinion or advice, and I hope you're all having a great day. (laughs) By the way, the accent's wonderful. Uh, she did. She is this on Facebook Marketplace or next door? I I don't know. She posted on next door. So why would I can imagine? Could you picture this for... couch covered in dog hair? And... Oh my god! It's near perfect land for nine hundred and fifty dollars. It could be yours, or you could go to Ashley and get a new one yes. for that. All right. Um, this is. This is um. It wouldn't a be picture. as good without the accent, though. I got to tell you. Well, this is how they talk here, Glenn. Um, <laughs> and Joanna says uh, it's a picture of like a flatbed trailer. Okay, and I feel like when I saw this one, I feel like sometimes you know how these people use the word literally, figuratively. Yes. Because literally means <laughs> an actual thing. Yes. Well, I feel like this person has misused the word. See if you can find the misused word in this next post. Does anyone have an old trailer like this that they want to sell or get rid of or get rid of reasonably? Size and condition does not matter. My friend desperately needs one for his livelihood and tragically does not have access to the one that he's been using. Is that tragic? Is that tragic? It's unfortunate, not tragic. (laughs) You know what? He can't use that trailer. Now he's dead. (laughs) That's tragic. That's tragic. The trailer blew up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It is unfortunate, though. Poor guy. I feel that. Uh. Now, this is something that um, just would happen in my and this is in my area here, like, right, like they have like different wards on the neighborhood thing. And this is like in my area. And this is what Joe posted. We have a missing donkey. If anyone has seen a lone donkey, please send me a message. Thanks. Maybe he's out with that posse that came to visit you one day. (laughs) (laughs) Well, somebody responded, hey, Joe, a couple of days ago, Teresa came by at mom and dad's house and they had an extra donkey in their yard. And I think she and mama tried calling Ken about it, but it wasn't his. So you might want to go check with her. (laughs) I'm assuming we all know who Teresa is. (laughs) And I'm supposed to know who your mother and father are. (laughs) Mama. I love it when people write. I think Mama tried to call Ken about it. <laughs> Did you know that the ring, you know the ring doorbell camera things? Yeah. Did you know that on the Ring app, you can join the neighborhood? So we have one. And on the Ring app, you can join the neighborhood. And it goes to like three or four miles around you. And then people can actually post the ring doorbell uh, cameras videos oh yes so that's been interesting too mostly it's lost dogs this dog showed up at my house and you know there's a picture of the ring doorbell and the dog wandering around the front porch um but it's also got all the criminals in there too because lately it's been posting a lot of people showing up and just casing the joint and then they post the videos of the people that are casing the joint and then on the one of them here this guy comes up and he's looking around you can tell he's probably looking for packages 
don't criminals know that ring doorbell cameras exist, by the way? So here's the he, thing. Uh, go ahead. So he's looking around, obviously looking down. You see him, his head pop back up again. And then you see him kind of look in the window and all of that. And then somebody comes on and says, down below, actually says, hey, that's my husband. So then this whole conversation went back and forth uh, about her husband and what she didn't know he was out at this person's house. So and then it stopped. So I don't Ooh, know what happened there. I don't know what happened there, but uh, I don't know if the husband posted the ring camera. <laughs> See, and this is why I don't need to get involved with a ring camera. Chad got me one for Christmas and I gave it away because I do not need to join well, the paranoia. It's so far back. You'd have to put it on your gate. I was like, oh, cool. There's the um, the roadrunner just trotted by again. But <laughs> yeah. see, here's here's it's funny you brought that up because it's like you knew the next one. Next story that I was going to do was. A ring. Oh, I didn't know. Doorbell yeah, camera me. story. This is why we've no. been doing this 13 years is for this quality entertainment right here. Exactly. Glenn. And this was posted last night because they said, you know what? This is Bobby. B-O-B-B-I-E. Bobby says, well, we are and we're hoping for trick or treaters. And this was not the visitor that we were expecting. So if this is your pig, message me and I'll tell you where to find it. And it is Wasn't a, a ring donkey, doorbell. It was a pig. It's a ring doorbell photo of a pig in their front yard. And this is not rural. This is in a neighborhood. <laughs> the pig and the donkey oh, are going to get together. They'll be out. They're running, running wild. <laughs> and then finally, we're going to end with Morgan's post. And Morgan says... Thank you for this, Morgan. I'm really excited that you decided to share this. Did anyone else happen to get food poisoning from eating a quarter pounder with cheese from the McDonald's at the Riverwind Casino yesterday? Or was I just one of the lucky ones to take one for the team? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Don't eat McDonald's, especially at a casino. What are you doing? <laughs> I was just looking to see if there are podcasts about next door. Because I was thinking, wow, this would make a wonderful podcast. There's about 10 podcasts that oh, just really? do next door stuff. Yes. The next door podcast, the best of next door, um, next door neighbors podcast. There's a lot of podcasts about next door. Nice. Well, I'm sure that I'm not the only one who has weird stuff like this pop up on their next door. So please feel free to share with me. Jamie at Horse Radio Network. I bet you none of them do it with the great accents you do, though. Well, it, not everybody's in Oklahoma, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you go to Stateline Tech right now, you're going to find uh, a lot of things that you can get that probably your neighbors on next door already own. <laughs> and, and or that, you can buy the Ashley couch that's from right. my neighbor. <laughs> They're having a Halloween scream worthy sales event right now on statelinetech.com. And they have a variety of different things from blankets to uh to stud muffins are on sale at 23% off right now. Still Scooter's favorite treat, by the way. Uh anything from Ulcer Guard, they have supplements in there, they have uh horse blankets, they have what else do they have in here? 
they have boots and all different kinds of things in their what do they call it again the Halloween scream worthy sales event head on <laughs> and I'm sure that happens through the end of the week yes it does so head on over right now to statelinetech.com and find your Halloween savings and I cannot believe by the way how many stores are doing Black Friday sales already it's November the 1st Oh my God, what? Yes. I can't keep up with all this. I know, I know. They're doing Black Friday already. It's like, okay, Christmas now runs four months and Black Friday apparently runs two months. So, but Stateline Tech, they're right on time with Halloween. Head on over there to <laughs> statelinetech.com. This horse health report is brought to you by Daily Dose Equine Non-GMO Core Nutrition for horses and ponies of all ages. I would like to welcome to the show, Susan Smith. Hi, Susan. Hi. Thank you Hi, so much Jane. for joining us. Where where in the world are you right now? I live in Santa Fe, New Mexico. That's where I'm based. Well, that is not a bad place to be at any given time. No. <laughs> um, so you I don't I don't are you a orthobionomist? Like what is your title? Um, I'm an instructor and uh, advanced practitioner of orthobionomy and equine orthobionomy. So I work on both humans and horses. And um, and it is a osteopathic modality. Okay, so orthobionomy is an osteopathic. Explain it for those of us who may not know any about anything about this. Okay, very good. Um, yeah, well, it is a non-force modality, orthobionomy is, with roots in osteopathy, which originated as a, as a medical um, uh, practice. And so orthobionomy itself uh, does not um, only work with the musculoskeletal system, but also all body systems like the visceral and fluids and and uh, fascia and so forth. And so um, it's, it's a, a way that um, horses can come into connection with um, their bodies. And, and it also has, it has a self-corrective um, mechanism to it so that after a while, the horse doesn't need very many sessions because, um, and, and if it is in good health initially, uh, because uh, the body takes over and understands what it needs to do to heal itself. Okay, so like in my head, as you're describing it, I'm thinking like chiropractic slash Reiki slash like stretching. <laughs> what is what do you what do you do to the horse? Well, um, what we do is you come come into connection with the horse by. Uh, approaching them and finding a place to meet the horse. First of all, it's not like you come in and just do something to the horse. You come in, you know, make a connection, either put your hand out to greet, put your hand on the wither, uh, the chest, the sacrum. Um, and, and then, um, the movements are very gentle. They're, they're, uh, like moving the neck, and sometimes we will bring the neck around by bringing the halter, uh, inviting the horse to bring his head around with the halter or, or just 
holding the opposite cheek and bringing it around. And, and sometimes this is a movement we'll use to maybe cave around a pain in the neck, like in the mid neck. And, um, and then, uh, other things that will happen is the horse will begin to yawn or lick and chew uh, in response because they're feeling really relaxed and comfortable and fall asleep and um, allow themselves to receive the work. So it's, so it's a, a little bit more specific than something like Reiki and, um, and it's not a, a um, a pushy modality such as chiropractic. So um, I don't know how to place it in your it's in your in the world. Middle somewhere. <laughs> it's in the gotcha. middle somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Now, um, Ashley, who booked this interview, said, "Do you have some stretches for our listeners and the horses? So can you share those with us?" Oh yeah, definitely. Well, one uh, one um, thing that. Uh, that we can do is um, the the one I was just talking about where you can take the horse's head and bring it around toward you. And if you've got a horse with a stiff neck and you can sort of feel that along the, the spine um, and then bring the horse's head around and hold it. It's as much as the horse can do, you know, you're not forcing him into a, into a bend that he doesn't want to do, but this can really help with a horse that has some neck stiffness or develops neck stiffness through riding. Um, and, and then just hold it for the length of time the horse can do it. Sometimes it's just a really tiny incremental movement and then let him have his head back. And then you can also take the head to the opposite side, push the horse's head to the opposite side, which will affect the um, lower cervical spine right by the shoulder, push it toward the opposite and just hold it there until he's ready, ready to bring his head back to center. Um, and then another uh, movement that we have is lifting legs. Now, you know, we, we think, oh, we lift legs all the time to pick their feet and so forth. But when you lift the legs specifically to go into a particular point, such as um, say you want to address a point right at the um, end of the cervical spine, which is the neck and the, and the shoulder blade right there in that crevice. Um, and so you would lift, pick up the leg and lift it upward and then a little bit forward toward the head and then compress in toward the middle of the body and just hold it that way. And that can provide a tremendous amount of relief. And then you just hold it until the horse pushes back. We all know what that feels like when the horse pushes back against our hands and let him have his leg back. And then usually he's going to adjust or stretch his neck or lick and chew. Um, another one for the wither. And this will affect the uh, this thoracic spine, which is the spine that we sit on when we ride, is um, pick up the leg again in the same manner. Um, the front leg. Bring it, the front leg, yes. And then you're going to bring it directly upward toward the wither. So you're always going somewhere. You have some 
intention with what you're doing. You know, you're not just lifting the leg randomly. You're bringing it directly up and holding it and let comfortable with that. And then when he's ready, he's going to push out of it. Some horses hold their legs up for a really long time. Others, it's only a really short time, like 15 seconds. And then you let them have it back down and, and bring it down gradually in each of these cases. And so we can do the same with the hind legs, um, bringing the, the leg upward, um, lifting the leg directly toward the sacrum, which is really where the croup, just be, just at the croup there, between the two points of the hip. And um, that's another place you can uh, bring the hind leg up toward that point. Cool. And so, how often should we be doing things like this? Well, um, you don't need to do it every day necessarily, but I think it's it's helpful to do like between your riding sessions and um, and you know, if you find that your horse is stiff, like if I go to ride my horse and and I find that she's stiff going to the right, for example, I may do a leg lift and a and a neck bend. Um, and I just jump off and do a couple of those things and then get back on. Um, and the same with something going on with the hind legs. I want to I want to really support whatever's going on. And it's you're providing a bit more than just having the horse warm out of a, a stiffness. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, so you're providing support there. Like oh, then it makes that that action that they need to do so much easier. And it doesn't. And then after they have done it, they don't stiffen up right away after because they've got this little piece of information in their body that's helping them move on um, beyond what was bothering them when they started out. So, um, so that's the that's the piece of it that that's quite valuable. That's you great. All- I'd love it. I love that people can get involved with this on their own. It's not something they have to travel to Santa Fe to do. So you have a website that people can go look at, check out, get in touch with you, contact you and learn more. Yes. And I provide classes online as well as in person. Mostly right now it's going to be online throughout the winter. And my website is www.susansmithsantafe.com. Uh, .com so it's easy to find susansmithsantafe.com uh, this is awesome thank you so much susan for coming on you were requested by one of our listeners so you've got you've got a fan out there for sure and uh hopefully uh get you, get some more uh information out there about it well thank you thanks for having me thank you daily dose equine horse feeds has one two three four different formulas that we're going to chat about very briefly today first one on the list balances the needs of horses who need calories but they also need a little bit of focus what's that one called called mass no staff they also have a formula that's going to balance the needs of a horse that needs a lot of energy because he is a high performance competitor what's that one that one is called freestyle performance or tramex Because yes, trail horses can be high-performance animals. And for senior horses or horses who have dental issues... That one's called senior. 
tough to remember. And for those who want a top quality non-GMO feed, which is what all of Daily Dose Equine's feeds are, but they also have a really serious budget that they need, they need to stick to, what do, they ha- what do you have for them? We call that product sweet and safe. Time to learn why some days you're embarrassed to be part of the human race in Jamie's Weird News. I mean, technically, it's not my weird news. It's your weird news that you send to me and share with me. If you are looking at a newspaper or wherever you get your news online, nobody reads news. Do you read newspapers? No, I don't. I have two websites I check online and then I'm depressed and I quit. (laughs) My father-in-law still reads papers and will send a picture, click a picture of an article and then text it to everybody. Really? Totally, he does. Yeah, it's awesome. By the way, you go to the store and you see a newspaper now. Remember how thick they used to be and how thin they are now? Yeah, because nobody's advertising in them anymore. Bless their hearts. Oh, well, anyway, if you are looking wherever you get your news and you see something and you're like, wow, that's super weird, uh, send it to me, jamie at horseradionetwork.com with weird news in the subject line. Uh, Just like... Debbie, Kelly, Stephanie, April, Ina, Lori, Nate, and Katie all did. Now, I don't tell you who sends what because, honestly, it's none of your business. So, <laughs> where they get their news and, um, you know, this is pseudo-involved with Florida, Glenn. Okay. okay. So, there's somewhat involved in this. So, there was a flight. Um, oh, wait. No, it is Florida. it was they said panama and i thought it was panama like you know the country and it's actually panama city (laughs) so this makes a whole lot more sense right now this story that i'm going to tell you so there was a um flight that was leaving panama city pcb baby and heading down for tampa and something's going down glenn they had to return back to panama city turn this plane around because there was reports of a possible bomb on the plane. Okay. A Boeing 737 took off, but had to turn around and land back at Panama city uh, at 11 AM local time. They had to take this plane. Could you imagine being on this plane? They had to take it to an isolated stretch of the tarmac, take the 144 passengers off the plane. And then they had to have the anti-explosives team inspect the aircraft. So like everybody's off the plane on the tarmac. They're like, swarm, swarm. They bring all the guys in the bomb gear. They're going through the plane. Oh, we found out what it was, says Jose Castro, the head of the airport security team. The suspicious object in one of the plane's bathrooms. Okay. So here's, we had it on a secure, this is the quote. We had it on a secure runway where police special explosives, canine units, and special forces were deployed and examined the object. Do you want to guess what the object was, Glenn? <laughs> in, in Florida, it could be anything. Um, I'm going to guess it was some kind of critter that shouldn't be on the plane. No, Glenn. Was it a fish? No. Was it a fish? Please tell nope. me it was a catfish. Not a fish. No. Not a fish. It was an adult diaper. An adult diaper <laughs> that was used, oh, balled no. up, left in the airport oh, no. lavatory, and somebody thought it was a bomb 
and made all this. And yeah, yeah plane returned uh, due to it being a uh, diaper. <laughs> <laughs> How much did that cost the airline for that? I want. I don't know. A lot. I, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. <laughs> it cost them a lot. Oh, that's funny. Only in Florida. Well, not true anymore. It's an airplane kind of day, though, because um, there was a couple that was flying in from the Congo to Chicago. Oh, this has to include some kind of weird animal or meat. (laughs) Have you seen this? No, no. But they always, when they're coming from the Congo, what else is it going to be? Then I'll just give it to you real quick, since you already know what's happening. Uh, (laughs) The Border Patrol, Customs and Border Patrol had to stop these people because they discovered 15 pounds of goat guts. All the organs, heart, lungs, liver, kidneys, all the the entire digestive system intact, all of it found in this person's suitcase. Now, also found were two pounds of unidentified meat and two pounds of garden eggs, which are known as African eggplants. So I don't know what that is, but to have, why would you have goat okay, guts? First of all, nothing stinks worse than the guts part when it's out of the animal. And was this refrigerated? It does not say, Glenn, because I feel like if you're going to transport dead guts across, it should be in some sort of dry ice type You'd of container. smell them coming a mile away. <laughs> and first of all, and the second of all, what do you do after the guts have been exposed for days with it? Oh, there's so much have. wrong. I mean, obviously, this is like a big, 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 big problem because having those things brought into our country could introduce all sorts of problems. Yeah, especially so, from the Congo. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't say whether these people were like just morons or any it doesn't it doesn't give you a good follow up let me just tell you it just is there says, an illegal trade in goat guts i that's what i'm we wondering. have no goats here <laughs> but all they do is refer about us back to last week's story where the lady was caught with a giraffe poop in her luggage because oh, she was true. gonna make a necklace <laughs> that's a perfect combination those two <laughs> You know, we always highlight houses that are uh, for sale here in uh, on the horses in the morning, like really things, great things. So this is a six bedroom house in San Jose, California. Easy access to the freeway, 2,700 square feet of living spaces. It's in a quiet neighborhood, good schools in the area. The backyard has been planted with orange, apple, and lemon trees, three and a half bathrooms, a swimming pool, a luxury spa, garage parking, solar panels, air conditioning, all these awesome things, Glenn. This house can be yours. 6,000 square foot lot. However, unfortunately, the home is not ready to be shown yet because they haven't cleared it of the contamination from the people that were building um, explosives and making meth. So there's just a small problem. It's got an inactive meth lab and meth contamination. But as soon as it's cleaned up, it can be yours for $1.5 million. That's right. Um, Meth houses, in my experience, usually aren't the most attractive. Do you have a picture? 
Um, well, I mean, I haven't had a lot of. Let me clarify that so, I have not so, had a lot of experience with meth houses, but I'm, I'm what you see on at, TV. But here's where it's crazy. This is a California home, right? And yeah. they want one point five five million dollars for this. And I'm looking at it, and it's six inches from the house on the right and the left. In the front, <laughs> yeah. there is a like a a fence put up, and the entire front of the house is just plywood like across the front there's signs everywhere well, like you can't go in. <laughs> i guess uh, i mean for all the sale of this they're really selling it um it's here's the listing on the redfin great opportunity to art uh, <laughs> great opportunity to own a large home on a large six thousand square foot lot Home has an inactive meth lab and meth meth contamination. It actually says that in the in the Redfin. Home has not been cleared of contamination and will be transferred to the new buyer in its current state. Is that legal? I, I guess. all high school teachers that are interested, please contact. Uh, exactly. <laughs> so apparently, this guy like got arrested, and they've had to start selling his house. And as well as the meth lab, when the police were investigating, they found found a weapon stockpile, including guns, liquids, explosives, multiple energetic homemade destructive devices, and all of this. Oh, oh my god! Oh, but again. Only for $1.55 million okay. can it be yours. So let me get this straight. For $1.5 million, I get the house that's still got meth contamination in it, but I don't get the guns and bombs? No, you don't get any of that. Uh, that's all been taken away. And okay. um, Peter Karasev is in jail because <laughs> that, was, that was his house. Please tell me he was a high school science teacher. Uh, it does not say. Okay. It does not say. <laughs> But he could be. Okay, for all of you don't know, I was referencing Breaking Bad. So yeah, I think we all got that. Okay, good. I'm glad. I feel last one. One more. more. Okay. Yeah, that was only three. It's number four. Whereas in the last story we talked about the meth house. Well, apparently this guy in the meth house had been selling to somebody in Salt Lake City uh, because Ryan Neal Davis, they always use three names, 23 years old, was booked in the Salt Lake City County Jail early Wednesday for aggravated assault. Okay, so a <laughs> according to the it's not funny, it's not funny. I shouldn't laugh. It's not funny. It's kind of funny. Uh, so according to the police booking the affidavit, a man was skateboarding on a sidewalk at one in the morning. Okay. That's the first mistake. Just randomly skateboarding, not really doing anything wrong, just skateboarding on the sidewalk. And then um, Ryan Neal Davis was also on the sidewalk and he saw the skateboarder coming and like freaked out, produced, quote, produced a large machete and swung it at the victim, striking him on the left forearm, car- causing a half-inch laceration that immediately required stitches. Now, why is it weird? Because Ryan Neal Davis was taken in and questioned by the police. And when questioned about the assault, Davis said, I was attempting to cause the victim harm because I thought he was a giant fish. <laughs> <laughs> a Placo fish? 
a largemouth catfish? <laughs> largemouth catfish skateboarding down the road at one in the morning. Apparently, this attack comes only a few months after he was convicted for aggravated assault. No drugs here, else. people. Drugs are bad, people. If you are seeing a giant fish skateboarding towards you at one in the morning in Salt Lake City, just go the other way. Just leave the fish alone. He's just minding his own business and check yourself in somewhere because you need some help. You need to get clean. Oh, God. Sorry. Just had to end with that one. All right. That's a good one to end with, I think. Uh, (laughs) uh, You know, tomorrow morning on the show, Mary and Jennifer are going to be here with some quality educational advice for you on horse training. And well, what, what would you consider what, what I provided today? Um, what we provided today, <laughs> <laughs> I think what we provided today was was not that, actually. Not that at no, all. No, no. And then Friday, we're going to do some really bad. Ashley will be here. You're going to a concert in Vegas. But uh, Ashley will be here, and we're going we're gonna to have a bunch of guests on talking about some ideas for custom Christmas gifts coming up. I might be gambling on the Breeders' Cup a little bit, too, so. Yeah, I totally forgot that was this weekend. So, yeah, put $4 down for me, like you Uh, always do. No, Never. You never pay me back. (laughs) You owe me at least $4,000. It's only taken you 13 years to figure that out. (laughs) (laughs) Auditors, hold on. We're going to hang around and talk about something. We'll we'll be here. Spay, neuter, geld, everybody. Have a good concert trip, you two. Going to Vegas. Going to see you two at the Sphere. Oh, that's so cool. I want to see the sphere. I can't wait to hear about that. It's the size of hotels when he flies in and sees it. Oh, I I just can't wait.